What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Everyone is trying something new. Is that something for us to worry about? New buildings, new friends, new Santas. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, November 8th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Matthew Perry had an ambitious idea for a comeback vehicle before his tragic death a superhero project inspired by his life and career. Adam McKay, the Oscar-winning filmmaker behind movies including Anchorman and The Big Short, revealed in a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter that he discussed the concept of a project about Matman with the late Friendstar while working with him on Don't Look Up. McKay recalled of Perry's pitch, quote, It's about this guy. You'd recognize him. His name is Matt, and he's very famous and about 50 years old. His life is a little bit of a mess. He's lost, out of the blue, a distant relative dies and leaves him $2 billion, and he uses it to become a superhero. McKay said that Perry envisioned himself in the leading role, which makes sense given the parallels between the character and the actor's own life. He also said Perry wasn't sure if the project should be a movie or a TV series. McKay admitted he wasn't immediately taken with the concept, but saw a vulnerability in Perry's pitch that he admired. The Vice filmmaker responded with a more down-to-earth pitch, something more straightforward about a famous guy who's dealing with addiction. The project never materialized because Perry wasn't interested in McKay's alternate take. Those conversations took place on the set of Don't Look Up, in which McKay had cast Perry in a small role. Unfortunately, Perry only shot one scene in the film before flying to Switzerland to enter a rehab facility. And Jeremy Allen White isn't interested in becoming the next big superhero. The Bear actor has revealed in a new British GQ interview that he once, quote, had a meeting for a kind of marvely movie, but it quickly went sour because he had an attitude, explaining to the magazine that he thinks he, quote, played it all wrong by asking executives to tell me about why I should do your movie in the first place. Suffice it to say, they weren't fans of his laissez-faire approach. He said, quote, they were like, F- you. And I was like, right on. While White acknowledged that the studios get really good filmmakers and actors for those movies, he has no regrets about how his meeting played out, explaining that he'd much rather star in a $25 million drama that I think most actors want to make than one of the big box office juggernauts like Avengers Endgame or Justice League. A rep for White did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Chip and Joanna Gaines have fixed up a whole lot of homes, but you have to go big or go back to your fixer-upper home. 
The couple has chosen to go big in our number three pick today, Fixer Upper The Hotel. The new six-episode series follows Chip and Joe as they attempt to restore and open a three-story hotel in their home city of Waco, Texas. Now, the hotel is a disaster, but as they say in the world of flippers, it has good bones. The hotel is on the National Registry, and they're trying to not just restore it, but honor its history. Here's the trailer. We are ready to get started on this boutique hotel here in downtown Waco. This building is on the National Registry, so... We want to bring this building back to its former glory. The largest, most complicated size project we've ever done in our whole career. Three floors, 53,000 square feet, 33 guest rooms, two restaurants, a library, a rooftop terrace. So you're not going to claim this. Man. I'm in the design you're business. <laughs> I'm in the, I'll design a hotel business. It is going to be called Hotel 1928. This isn't going to be easy. We've got to demolish this in order to get these stairs in. I'm going to walk away and leave you with something. Okay, what's this? I want it. You've got one night to sleep on it, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Do I still have it? You got it. Babe! Okay, let's go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Oh, look at the floor! Feels like we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We've run into a uh, oh problem. That's much. If anybody can turn this place into the masterpiece that it deserves to be, it's Joanna Gaines. Thank you, Chip. Well, if you have been craving more Chip and Joe, your time is now. Fixer Upper, the hotel, will debut tonight on Magnolia Network at 9, and it will also be available to stream on Discovery Plus and Max. Number two. Don't expect swashbuckling or walking the plank in our number two pick today, the series debut of The Buccaneers. The new Apple TV Plus show follows a group of American girls in the 1870s as they make a trek to London that puts them in a culture clash with refined, stiff-lipped old money Brits. In a wildly new environment, they're finding love, friendship, and trouble while navigating the ulterior motives of their new acquaintances. Here's the trailer. Girls, here is marriages, men, party. Not particularly in that order. <laughs> oh! But darlings, we always converse. For certain girls of refinement, New York has become too limited. I quite agree. But he insists that I invite you and your daughters to London. London. London, London. For the debutante's ball. Americans, they're all new money. And I'm quite sure they'll be frightful. We must just grit our teeth and think of the bucket loads of cash. Here is to a new world. Shoulders back. Head high. Be fearless. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm Nan. Welcome. Fresh from New York. Imagine a whirlwind romance with a handsome English lord. Of course you have no interest at all in being admired. I can admire myself, can't I? I pay attention to things that most people ignore. They're like cattle. Rather harsh. I think they're lovely. Yes, they are lovely, but they're also human beings who are funny and smart. Girls I generally meet don't think or talk so freely. Or so passionately. Imagine not realizing you're in the presence of a duke. <laughs> oh, is this, are you? What? 
Well, the Buccaneers is led by an all-female creative team, and its cast includes stars Christina Hendricks, Christine Froseth, Alicia Bowe, and Josie Toda. The series makes its debut today on Apple TV+. It's trivia time. We have traded spooky season for the holiday season. And while Christina Hendricks is starring in The Buccaneers, she is certainly no stranger to holiday entertainment. In what Christmas movie sequel did she star? Was it Home Alone 2, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause, or Bad Santa 2? Stick around for that answer, as well as our number one pick. What to watch will be right back. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Is The Santa Clauses the new succession? Well, probably not. But on the new season of the Christmas-centric series, today's number one pick, Santa is trying to figure out who will take over the reins of his magical sleigh and reindeer. Now, in case you need a recap, season one of The Santa Clauses explored the aftermath of Scott's decision to hang up his red coat and spend more time with his family. But when his chosen successor didn't work out, Scott resumed his duties as Santa Claus, now with his wife and children alongside him. Season two, therefore, isn't as concerned with who's delivering presents. Instead, the show will now explore the depths of Christmas fandom, including a new amusement park called Santopolis and Santa's fellow holiday icons, including Tracy Morgan as the Easter Bunny. And he's educating his son, Cal, on the history of the job. That means the good and the bad, as in a bad Santa, played by Modern Family's Eric Stone Street. Here's the trailer. He's making a list. The best part of Christmas is spending time with your loved ones. Checking it twice. Which is why I'm so geeked to turn Santa into a family business. I want Sandra to be in charge of the reindeer. Oh, yes! And I really believe that my son, Cal, has what it takes to be the next Santa. We're going to make North Pole history part of Cal's training. Who's Magnus Antis? The Mad Santa. Is that something for us to worry about? Santa? I am Santa! The rightful Santa! The Santa who occupies the North Pole now is a fraud! Ho, ho, ho! Time for a little Santa magic. Revenge will be swift and sweet. I am Santa, after all. <laughs> Merry Christmas! I don't know if you know this or not, but I was wrongly exiled, exiled from, from the, the North, North Pole. Pole. I was very, very mean, mean, very unfair. unfair. Yeah, you, you might have mentioned it. Our family is full of magic. We can handle this. Gary! Get my jetpack! Gary, get my jetpack! Get 
Gary find the nutcracker. Gary, stop eating pudding out of the trash. When does it end? They're heading straight for us. What is this? It's a saddle blaster. A little uncomfortable knowing we have a weapon at the North Pole called a Santa blaster. That's hilarious. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Hmm, is it too soon to say that yet? Well, the ho-ho-hos kick off today with the first two episodes of The Santa Claus's Season 2 on Disney+. The following episodes will arrive on Wednesdays into the beginning of December. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Christina Hendricks appeared in which Christmas movie sequel? Was it Home Alone 2, The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Claus, or Bad Santa 2? Well, Hendricks rose to fame on Mad Men, but no one on that show was quite as mad as Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa 2, which also starred Hendricks alongside Tony Cox and Kathy Bates. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Christian Holub, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.